Do you think that the success of podcasting, um, the reach of it, um, and the impact, do you think this is the new rapper? Man, it really does. And not only does it, it takes the fire of hip hop. It takes the belief in that. And this, you know, hip hop, when it started out, it's the voice of the people, you know, the voice of the streets. Welcome to the Bootleg Like Jazz podcast. I am your host, Q. Uh, we have a very special guest today on the show. We have Talib from Afros and Audio. Uh, so Talib is a podcast producer, author, and advocate for the people and their collective power. He is a creative entrepreneur with over 16 years of professional work in marketing and advertising. Thank you for joining us again, brother. I love the title, man. I love the name, Afros and Audio. Uh, how'd you come up with that? Oh man, I don't, I don't even know at this point, really. Um, I, I came up with the name in 2016. Um, I'm a creative, so things pop in my head, you know, 24/7. And um, at the time, I knew I wanted to do this work with uh, Black podcast creatives. Um, I, I think I thought of the, you know, my, my logo first and decided on Afros and audio. All right. And how dope that would be. Um, you know, just as a name, just as so it's easily identi identifiable. Uh, it's, it's all about visibility, you know, especially us in different spaces. And I wanted anybody to know that when we are curating, uh, creatives or panels or, or what have you. Um, the Afros and audio, there's no denying what that's about, you know? So that, that's pretty much the, the reason why I came up with the name. And um, at least I think it is. It's been three years now. <laughs> but I, I, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. So so is that the like the podcast title or the event? Podcast associated with Afros and audio. Afros and audio is the podcast festival itself. Yeah. That's what's up, man. And, and 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 it said that you do, you know, you do a podcast. Is that correct, right? Yeah, I, I What's the name a, of it? It's called The Fussings Until One of Us Is Dead. It's a comedy series. Um, and that's pretty much what started me in podcasting and wanting to create and build community and, and reach for community um within uh black podcasters was me starting my own fiction series. And that's something I've wanted to do for many, many years. Um, even before podcasting even existed, it was something that I uh, resonated with me uh, back in the day when I, when I heard uh, different radio stations that would have their own shows, uh, many soap operas and stuff like that. There was a show specifically from Russ Parr. I, um, I'm, I'm broke in the DMV and so, um, Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. What's the DMV for folks who do not know? All right. The D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. Yeah. And so um, growing up there, there was a popular radio host called Russ Parr. And he used to do this. It, it might have been 30 seconds, 60 seconds worth of soap opera daily. Um, and it, it was so visual, even though it was audio, it was something that I really loved. I really um, enjoyed listening to. I didn't so much love the topics all the time. 
because I hate soap operas, but at the same time, it was something that was in my ears. I couldn't see it. It took away the boredom of the ride. And um, it, it was something that I really wanted to create myself. And then many years later, podcasting became a thing. And I felt like this was a space to do that in. And so Afros and Audio was really birthed out of me wanting to create community around fiction podcasts um, at the time in 2017. So, um the event can you talk about like you know a little bit more about why the event uh you know you know you kind of started um and kind of its goals well i um again i started the the afros and audio as a brand uh because i wanted to build community around fiction podcasts um and then at the time there weren't a lot of those around this probably i could count on both hands and less and take some fingers away for how many black creators were doing fiction podcasts in 2017. Now there's a lot more, which I'm happy about. Um, but because podcasting typically ha is the, the format that it is, where it's interviewing or a host, you know, people talking, um, social commentary, that, uh, you know, to that extent, um, it was kind of a hard sell, you know, people weren't really thinking about fiction podcasts at that time. And so I almost kind of gave up on the brand and, and, and working towards that for a while. And then I met up with uh, a friend of mine, his name is Simeon, and he's with the uh, Aspects Company podcast. And he's like, bro, you should do events, you know, you have this dope logo, you know, you have this dope site. And um, there's, there's some opportunity here when it comes to events. And I think he meant like a two hour meetup, but I'm crazy. And I was like, all right, we're gonna do a two day festival. And um, that's how it started, man. It, it really started for, again, me reaching for community and knowing that if, I, if I'm reaching for community, there's other people reaching for community as well. And um, by creating Afros and Audio Podcast Festival, um, I really wanted an opportunity to get like-minded people in the same room so we can have some conversations and those conversations are that this is a medium where we don't have to ask for permission to do anything inside of. Uh, there are no gatekeepers. And those that are, they don't mean nothing to us, right? We, we get to really uh, define this uh, medium the way we want to and kick down the doors without knocking, you know, and, and just really create in this space. And I wanted to have a community and, and, and have, a, have a conference, a festival, what have you, where we could connect on that level, you know, connect on that level, connect on that platform that what we do from here is on us. How we, how we uh, define our moment in podcasting right now is, is up to us. And uh, we have the ability, we have the innovation, we have the intelligence, we have the excellence, uh, we have the talent to create it nothing else nothing in this world exists without black folks influence and so if we're influencing and driving the culture and we're influencing and driving every industry then this is our opportunity to to, to definitely influence and drive the mark that we leave inside of this uh podcast industry it's funny that you, that you say that uh there are a lot of numbers out there that say that uh about 65 million people a week listen to a podcast uh, you go look at stats for Super Bowls, you go look at stats for um, award shows, you go look at stats for other major live televised events. Um, you know, many of them do not get above 30 million. 
$62 million a week, you do it right, uh, it could just, you know, be, like, massive. Um, can you kind of comment on, like, the opportunity that is available for someone to really, like, hit it big or, or you know, uh, maintain, you know, a certain steady download amount or boom, 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 blah, 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 blah. And, you know, in anything that we do, and um, a lot of us are serial entrepreneurs, you know, um, and what that looks like is sometimes we tend to uh, jump from one thing to the next. And there's something about mastering a craft, you know, and, and creating mastery inside of it. And that means that you, if it's something that you want to uh, make your mark, build your legacy and create something amazing inside of, that takes time, you know, that takes that takes energy, that takes an all-in commitment, regardless of uh, outside and external downloads or influence. That means that you are in it to win it. Because I, I really believe that podcasting is a long game. You know, you don't just, unless you're already a name, and even those don't, don't last. You know, even those don't have a, a sense of longevity um, and sustainability sometimes. But unless you're a big name that's coming out the gate, um, you are pretty much convincing a whole bunch of folks that had never even heard of podcasting to start listening to your podcast. And so I say all that to say, it's really up to us how we um, push ourselves out there, how we elevate um, the industry and how we elevate our craft and this, and this, and ourselves in this podcast uh, market, because we, we're always hungry for content. We're hungry for, for quality content. And, um, and if you come in here, come in this, this space and you do your due diligence, you do your work and you, um, you make sure that you're in it to win it, um, you're in it for the long game, everything else will come, you know, but you have to, people have to know you exist. Um, so it's, it's not, even though it's behind the scenes and you're on the mic, um, that still doesn't mean that you don't get to be visible, right? And you don't get to stand behind your work um, and push yourself forward. Because that's, that's the only way people rise to the top. You know, you, you stand behind your work, you get in front of it, you get beside it, and um, you believe in it. You know, because if you don't believe in it, you're not telling people to come and listen to your podcast and you're not pushing it because you believe that what you're doing is dope and worthy of listening to, then nobody else will either. You know, so um, there's definitely opportunity in this space. And that's something that Afros and Audio Podcast Festival is really about is because with a lot of us creators, we keep our head down, you know, we keep our head down, we stay in a silo, we don't look to our left or right for support um, or collaboration. And so that's the opportunity here to build that community that, community that we know that um, there are people out here that are, that, are, that are in it just like us. There are people in, in this world that love what we do um, just like we do and to have the ability to communicate and ask questions and, um, you know, vet or, or talk about, you know, industry insights so, or uh, lessons learned. This is about sharing information so that we all can get there together. Do you think that the success of podcasting, um, the reach of it um, and the impact and what it, and, you know, startup costs, do you think this is the new rapper? man it really does and not only does it it takes the fire of hip-hop it takes the belief in that and this you know hip-hop when it started out it's the voice of the people you know the voice of the streets and it's our it's our opportunity to tell our own stories and so yeah you know we had a 
one of our panelists, uh, Cedric Shine, uh, who was a part of our uh, State of Black Podcasts um, panel last year, he said that podcasting is like the 90s rap, you know, the 90s of rap and how, how it started and not many people believed in it, right? Um, not, peop- not many people were, were given it the time of day, but we knew what we had. We knew the talent. We knew uh, the sound. We, we knew it. We found, our, we found our rhythm inside of this um, music industry, inside this music space. And so that's the same opportunity we have here now. You know, and, we, and we, the more we do it, the more people will come and listen. And that's for sure. Um, can you uh, comment on, um, you know, your journey as entrepreneur and kind of uh, what that looks like, uh, you know, as a podcaster? Sure. Well, my journey, I, I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, one thing is um, I'm not good with authority and or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and, and, I, and I'm clear on abundance. You know, I'm also a dual certified life coach. And so um, what I'm really clear on about abundance is that what happens there when you take your life in your own hands is that there's more to to gain um out not inside of someone else's uh bubble than it is to um it, there's more to gain doing your own thing there's more to, to gain when you when you're clear on your what and your why obviously you know a lot of people have goals or entrepreneurial dreams that are based on what they think they're supposed to do or what they think they should be doing or need to do or what have you. And a lot of times that's, that's attached to uh, a scarcity mindset and or um, an inherited scarcity mindset, you know, like for my parents, like, you know, America's dream for us. It's not our American dream. It's America's dream for us to go to school, get a good job and raise children to do the damn same thing and then die. You know, <laughs> you know that's America's dream for us. And so, Logic, the rapper, the rapper Logic uh, talks about that um, in the incredible true story of I forgot the, the last part, but that, you know, towards the end, towards the middle of the song, but towards the end, you know, he kind of dives into that. You know, that's that's really telling. That's really powerful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's really about man. And, and it's it takes a lot. You know, it, it takes a lot. I, I don't know if you can see the bags under my eyes right now, but, you know, there's some sleepless nights. There's some night terrors. There's some not knowing whether or not um, it's going to work, but it's, it, it definitely is a long game, man. And, and, um, but one of the things, and again, about the, the festival is about requesting support and knowing that support is always around you um, and that we can go so much further together, you know, as, as a people. And um, knowing that we have that ability uh, takes less of the stress out of the, the way because there are people in this world that can support our dreams. There are people in this world that can support our goals. We just have to reach for them, you know? And so as an entrepreneur for myself, um, I've been doing, you know, several things over the course of my life. Um, but right now I'm really focused on my, my life coaching um, and the festival. And also, you know, as you mentioned, I'm a podcast producer. And so it's really, a, for me, I, I'm in contribution. You know, I'm in co- contribution to the world around me. Um, because it's not about me. You see, I don't have no hair. So clearly Afros and audio ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's about how I can contribute to my community, um, to my people, the people that I believe in wholeheartedly and that um, we can make a difference. And not only can we make a difference, we can live this life our way and on our terms. Um, and, so, and so that's really been my journey. 
Um, and of course, that journey has been up and down. That's been, there's been ebbs and flows, and that's, what it's, that's what's going to happen. Um, but you know, as our ancestors used to sing, you keep your eye on the prize and hold on, you know, and it's, you're gonna get there eventually. So what are, could you, you know, uh, you know, people listen to podcasts so that they can learn stuff. We don't know everything. What resources uh, are out there for entrepreneurs? Or rather entrepreneurs and podcasters, thing, you know, individuals, artists like that? Well, I mean, there's, there's so much. I mean, you can look up podcasting and there you go. You have a lot, you know. But w as far as like the support and resources, I'll shout out Black Pod Collective. You know, I'll shout out um, folks like um, um, uh, Keisha TK and Conscious of Bonfire Radio, these veterans in the game who, who have done their work, you know, have done the work, um, are, are well-respected. And Black Pod Collective, though they're, they're new to the scene, um, they, they really are about the community, like I said. They're really about um, being in contribution to what we get to create inside of the podcast industry. And without worrying or considering um, the lenses or the gaze of any other ethnicity or any other conglomerate inside of the space, um, we, can, we can have that, we can do that, it, but it's about us being able to recognize that, being a, um, for us to recognize our own collective power, um, how we can pool our resources. Um, and, and there's just so much, there's so much to learn, there's so much to gain from doing that. And so, um, you know, I, I didn't, these are, these are impromptu questions. So I didn't really have, uh, I don't really have a list next to me. Um, but the, just off the top of my, my head, those are um, resources and just do your due diligence. That's what we do in anything that we want to master. You know, it's out there. The, the, the work is out there. The resources are out there. And Afros and Audio as a community itself is working to be one of those longstanding, long lasting sources of resource and support uh, for, for any Black podcast uh, creative who was uh, either coming into the game or already established. So it was going to be an event and it was postponed. Can you kind of comment on that? Sure, it's still going to be an event. We're going to do it virtually. Um, I wasn't, when, when this first started, you know, when this first started, I, when, when I say this first time, I'm talking about Corona. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. You know, it took me probably a month before I even made the decision that we were going to postpone because I, I, I didn't know. I resisted it for probably five weeks, you know, just not knowing and um, still kind of not knowing what this, what the end will be with this. Um, but finally it just came to the point where it's, there's opportunity here still. And being though as a sophomore event and, um, it was really important. It was really important to us to, to show up and make sure that folks knew that we weren't just coming in and then going to go out and not be here for the community and not have this be an annual event. So that really hurt. You know, that was the, that was the baby that got kind of thrown out, you know, and it, and it didn't feel good. Um, but we're still here. We're still committed. Um, we're still connected with community. So we're going to make it a virtual summit this year. And and for the foreseeable future at this point, um, but also provide monthly uh, series and that sort of thing that's also virtual. And then when we're able to get back into the world, we'll do other things, you know, many events, take ourselves uh, state to state. But the virtual aspect, and, and, and this is what it's all about, guys. It's about adjusting and adapting, right? 
um, especially as entrepreneurs. Things aren't always going to go as linear or as planned. And so we have to be able to adjust, adapt, pivot as necessary. And one, thing's, one thing I believe the Black people are very, very good at is adjusting and adapting when we're not caught up in the mind tricks of society. We are, we are capable of doing that. Um, we know how to work off of limited resources just as much as we know how to work off of uh, abundant resources. So it's really about deciding um, where the commitment is. And again, that's why the what and why is so important. Um, and stay in the course no matter what happens. And so we're gonna bring this virtual, um, the full two day in November. And we're gonna be starting a monthly series starting next month uh, from, from um, yeah, June, July, August, and September. And then we're going to uh, do the summit, uh, the live, the virtual festival um, in November. So, you know, what they say, delay doesn't mean denied, you know what I'm saying? And, and once I got over myself, we're going to do it virtually. There you have it, folks. Uh, you know, just to put it out there, where can people find you online and find out more about what's going on? All right, well, absolutely at, at Afros and Audio um, on Instagram. My personal is coach at coach underscore Talib. I have mad websites, but um, afrosandaudio.com. <laughs> afrosandaudio.com is where you're going to learn most about the Afros and Audio Festival, podcast festival. Um, you know, sign up for our newsletter so you can get the latest news. We even provide uh, more insight into the podcast industry from that platform as well as being able to let you guys know what we're up to. And like I said, that we're still in it to win it, man. And uh, wrapping up, um, uh, um, you know, with coronavirus happening, um, how are you? You know, how are you doing? How your, your people, your family, uh, your, your community, your network? Well, man, we, we each have to find our own individual and familial uh, normalcy, right? Our household again adjusting and adapting um i have a 90 year old grandmother that i was just with this this weekend in maryland and um she's seen it all right um also says i don't even know where all this these 90 years went right so it's like um you know um we get to really get present to what it is and it's and i and i understand it is difficult because most of us and including me don't even trust the folks that are telling us what to do and how to do it so, um, and, and definitely don't believe they have our best interest in mind. Um, however, that part, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's about us as individuals being able to, again, look at ourselves as a community. We have lost it. Uh, we have lost our sense of community um, in, in certain aspects. And, I, and I'm talking specifically about our, our neighborhoods, our communities, right? And so um, I, I really believe that this is a wait time. This is a pause on our lives for us to begin to prioritize what's important, uh, which is ourselves and our people, you know, and to really begin to look within and understand what we get to do now. Um, and, and the opportunity that is here and that we get to really capitalize on now that we were too busy to capitalize on before. So it's almost like a reset. And, and of course, it's, it's a mindset and it's a mind, and it's mind game, you know? So, it's up to each of us as individuals, but but more importantly, reach reach for support when you need it. There you have it, folks. Uh, if these stories resonate with you, follow, like, subscribe, uh, uh, leave a comment, whether good, bad, or ugly, and use the hashtag BLLJ. Mm -hmm.